Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus. Hello, kids, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos. I'm Mary Faith, and I'm so happy you're joining us as we spend some time in God's Word. Hi! You're gonna love having devotions with us. <laughs> and if you're a brand new listener, I'm so excited you have found our devotional podcast for kids. Here on Donuts and Devos, we read Bible stories, talk about what they mean, memorize Bible verses, sing and pray, all in less than 20 minutes. Our hope is that you are filled with Jesus' peace during your time with us. Now, names meant a lot in the Bible. They mean a lot today, too. Parents put a lot of thought into what they name their children, and it often has a very special meaning to them. Some children are named after family members. The name is passed down from generation to generation. Sometimes the meaning of a name is chosen because it represents something important and meaningful in the parents' lives. I love my name. Oh, good. I'm glad you do. It was chosen especially for you. Just like Jacob in our story today, where God has a very special name for him. What is it? Well, come along and listen to our Bible story to find out. All right. Yes. As a quick reminder, we have a coloring page and activity sheet that correspond with our devotion on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com. These are great for kids to use during or after our devotion time. All right, let's start off with the Lord's Prayer, and please join us as we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Bible story is from Genesis chapter 35, verses 1 through 15. Some of Jacob's children are adults now, and his family and household are growing larger. Now we hear God speaking to Jacob once again. God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there. Make an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Put away the foreign gods that are among you, and purify yourselves, and change your garments. Then let us arise and go up to Bethel, so that I may make there an altar to the God who answers me in the day of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. 
So they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods that they had and the rings that were in their ears. Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree that was near Shechem. And as they journeyed, a terror from God fell upon the cities that were around them, so that they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. And Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And there he built an altar and called the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Paddan Aram and blessed him. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. So he called his name Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come from your own body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac I will give to you, and I will give the land to your offspring after you. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him. And Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stone. He poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. So Jacob called the name of the place where God had spoken with him, Bethel. God tells Jacob to go on another journey. Jacob and his family were to travel back to Bethel, live there, and make an altar. Bethel, meaning house of God, was a higher mountain than the hills around it. And what do God's people use altars for? Making a sacrifice to God, sometimes a goat or a fat calf, sometimes a lamb. Right! When God's people build altars for sacrifice to God, those altars also act as reminders of what God has done for his people. Like when Jacob went away from Esau? Wasn't that when Jacob dreamed about God in the ladder to heaven? You were listening to our Bible reading, weren't you? In that dream, God promised he would be Jacob's God, just as he is the God of Isaac and Abraham. If God is the God of the fathers and also of Jacob, God will also be the God of... Jacob's family! Jacob commands his family to put away all their foreign gods, that is, their false gods. These were idols and objects that some of the people believed in and thought they were helping and protecting them. What? But that breaks the first commandment. You shall have no other gods. Yes, it does. When Jacob reminded his family of everything God had done for him and for them, and commanded his family to give up those false gods and worship the true God, they listened to him. Then, while they traveled through the land of their enemies, God helped and protected them. When they got to their destination, God appeared to Jacob again and gave him a new name. Like Abram to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah. Is it Jacob to Jacobham? <laughs> <laughs> no. Although that would have been a little, you know, on the par for God. God changed his name to Israel. And when God changes someone's name... Is important. That's right. It's important. Having learned a lot about Jacob, we know him to be a deceiver, a trickster, a boy who ran away, a hard worker for Rachel. I, I think him a man who often thought about himself before others. But after wrestling with God and before meeting Esau, all that changed. He put his family first and protected them. Now he's protecting them from false gods, reminding them of the true God Almighty. At one time, Jacob may have thought life was all about him. 
But God reminds him it's about the people, his people, Israel. And God promises to be their God and protect and save them forever. And there will be kings from Israel? Yes, even the king of Israel, the king. Do you remember who that is? Jesus! Exactly. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, As you protected Jacob, As you protected Jacob, And blessed his family, And blessed his family, So also bless, So also bless, And protect us, And protect us, Because you are our King. Because you are our King. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God's chosen name for Jacob was Israel, which is our faith word of the day. Why was it necessary that God changed his name? Well, if you remember in our devotion, Pastor Glaze talked about how this was an important transition in Genesis, that God was promising to be the God of Jacob's descendants. And also remember, when Jacob wrestled with God, God did tell him his name would be changed. Now God is just confirming what he said previously, and that the promise made to Adam and Abraham and Isaac would be made to Israel, the nation that would come from Jacob's line. What does Israel mean? Israel means God strives or God fights for. As we see all through the Bible, God fights for his people, the Israelites, continuously. Even in our story, we read that a terror from God fell upon the cities so they wouldn't pursue Jacob's family. This is because of a terrible event that had just happened between Jacob's sons and the city. So even now, God is striving for the safety of his people, just as he does now for us. He is our God and we are his people. He protects us and fights for us against our enemies. Just as he protected his people then, he protects and loves you now. Jacob wasn't chosen because of anything he did. Jacob was known as a trickster, a cheater. But God didn't choose Jacob because of anything special he did. It was God's plan all along. And God had a very special name for his people, which our memory verse will remind us of. Can you read it for us? And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Genesis 35 verse 10. And we're going to put these words to music with Miss Baker. We are going to sing the last little bit of that verse, starting with, No longer shall your name be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Listen and sing along with us. Repeat after me. No longer shall your name be called. No longer shall your name be called Jacob.
And from that day forth, Jacob was known as Israel, and his descendants were God's people. that finishes up our devotion for this week. I do hope you'll join us next week as we begin following Joseph's story and discover the incredible plan for his future that God has for him. I'm so glad that you did join us this week. And if you enjoyed our devotion, please share with a friend and a loved one. And I promise you won't regret subscribing to our newsletter over on our website, DonutsAndDevos.com. It just might be one of the best things arriving in your inbox every week as we have a small little devotion and some resources for your family. And finally, we'd like to ask you to prayerfully consider supporting our ministry with a donation over at our support page at buymeacoffee.com forward slash donuts and devos. We do work hard to provide those valuable resources and are excited to grow our show's content so that we can offer you, our audience, even more. Our goal is to help as many families grow in God's word. And by sharing our podcast and subscribing, you are helping us do that. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace with Donuts and